0: here from shutupandachieve.com today's post is titled warning self-help books don't help here's how to enjoy the benefits anyway by now you should have eternal happiness unfailing resilience and everything else you could want from life why because you've read all those self-help books and took at least three courses okay maybe eternal happiness is a bit far-fetched but you should be much happier now than before right What was that? Your life hasn't changed for the better after reading about building a better life? How surprising! Here's the truth. Self-help books are as useful as high school math. The information they provide is valuable, but only if you put it to use. The fallacy of the self-help industry. How many self-help books have you read in the past year? How many courses have you signed up for? You listen to what the gurus have to say and think, that's an amazing idea. This would definitely help me do XYZ. You finish the book with your brain filled with all of these new strategies and techniques to fix the problems you face. Then what? Two weeks later, your life is exactly the same as it was before. Disappointed, you buy yet another book or course on the same topic, hoping that maybe this time, you'll see results. Why does this happen? Sometimes, the resource is bad. I can't tell you how many times I've read a self-help book that gave advice that wasn't effective. Yet many times, the gurus do know what they're talking about. Where does the issue lie? Self-help resources are only beneficial when you apply what they teach. And that's where many people fail. I'm sure you've read self-help books that give exercises at the end of the chapter. Here's a question for you. Do you complete them? I'll be the first to admit that I used to skip over most of them. But just learning the concepts will not change your life. You must implement the teachings too. This is easier said than done. How do you turn knowledge into action? These seven life-changing strategies will make it possible. Number one, convert theory into practice. I'm in the middle of a book about attention. So far, I've learned that there are different types of attention and each type involves a different area of your brain. While the research is interesting, Knowing this doesn't help me focus more. The only way I can benefit from what I've learned is to distill the knowledge into actionable steps. Here's what I mean. The book explains that the amygdala, a region in our brain, is activated when we are afraid. It's the reason that you can think of nothing other than the immense terror you're feeling. Yet activating a second region in our brain, which is responsible for our thoughts, the prefrontal cortex, silences the amygdala and takes back the reins of your attention. To put the science into practical terms would be to say, to calm my anxiety, I will recall an old memory. That is, use my prefrontal cortex. Many resources give you the science without telling you directly how to implement it. To use it, contemplating what the science means to you. How can you apply this knowledge in your life? When devising the actionable steps, keep them short like I did in the example above. Cut out the fluff and tell yourself exactly how you apply the information using verbs and tangible words. You get bonus points for visualizing when you'll use it as well. Number two, summarize the key points. Although books are usually 200-400 to 400 pages long, the relevant points can be summarized on just a page or two. The rest is filled with examples, stories, and fillers. The important information gets buried in the fluff, or even worse, forgotten by the time you've finished reading. Luckily, there's an easy fix to this. At the end of each chapter, write a summary of the most important points. Again, think about how this knowledge can be harnessed to enhance your life. Write that down too. These summaries will help you create your plan of action once you're done reading. They will remind you of the ways to reap the rewards the book has promised you. Number three, learn with purpose. Why are you learning? Is there a hurdle in your life you're trying to overcome? How will gaining this knowledge help you do that? You learn best when you have a reason to learn and the opportunities to immediately put those principles into practice. Furthermore, applying what you learn is a foolproof way to avoid forgetting it. The German psychologist Hermann Eppinghaus discovered the forgetting curve, which shows how quickly you forget what you learn if you don't use it or review it. If you don't use the information within six days, you'll forget 75% of it. Before beginning learning anything, Take a moment to think why you want this knowledge and how you use it. Number four, give it away. Here's a fun fact about potty training toddlers. One of the quickest ways to teach them how to use a toilet is to have them teach it to a doll. This technique isn't just for toddlers, though. Well, the potty training part is. It's that pro put it best. He said, never miss an opportunity to teach. When you teach others, you teach yourself. Many things aren't applicable in day-to-day life. The next best way to use that knowledge and avoid forgetting it is to share it with others. Share the lessons you've learned with a friend or write a post elaborating the findings on Facebook or Twitter. And while you're there, follow me. The link is in the description below. The second benefit to doing this is that you ensure you completely comprehend the concepts and if not, you have the awareness to fill in the gaps in your understanding. As Albert Einstein said, If you can't explain it simply, you don't understand it enough. Number five, take it slow. You're reading a book called 500 Ways to Achieve Greatness. You finish the book, and how many ways do you implement? Two or three at most. With so many different techniques, you can't put all of them into practice at once. And chances are, you've forgotten most of them anyway. So, what do you do to make the most of the book? Read the book at turtle pace. Read one technique, embody it, practice, then move on to the next. I'm sure you're thinking, but if I do that, it'll take months to finish the book. There are people who take pride in reading 52 books per year, one a week. Yet if you don't change your life because of it, what's the point? Honestly, I'd rather read one book a year and transform my life than read many books that have no effect on the way I live. Number six, make it your own. You read a book, but the information is still the author's. You need to make these teachings your own if you want to see the results in your life. How? Underline, highlight, and take notes. When a sentence or paragraph speaks to you, mark it. Write a note in the margin about how and why it resonates with you. Take the information and write it in your own words. you learn a lot more and the knowledge sticks better if you make learning an active process instead of a passive one. Annotating your books has an extra advantage. If you revisit the book in the future, you'll know which parts are important and which can be skipped over. Reading is passive. Watching a lecture is passive. Do some brain work and dispute the author's words instead of passively agreeing. Think about why the ideas make sense and what they mean for you personally. Number seven, measure your progress. You read a book about improving your social skills. How do you know it had an effect? Even if you employ the techniques, you won't know if they had the desired impact. The only way to find out is to track your starting point, then look for a change. Anthony Richardson said, that which cannot be measured cannot be proven. So once you're done reading a book, set a metric to track your progress. For the social skills book, your metric could be the number of new people you talk to per week, or the number of times you speak up when you feel like keeping to yourself. Once you start paying attention, you'll see the changes in your life. Seeing those changes will improve your self-image and you'll believe more in your social capabilities, creating a positive feedback loop. Knowledge alone isn't power. Without action, knowledge is pointless. You can read all the self-help books out there and take all the courses ever made, but if you don't put them into practice, your life won't change. Next time you pick up a book, let it transform you. Chew the knowledge and make it your own. Turn it into something you can act upon, then measure your progress. Trust me, the results will be worth it. Let's sum it up. Self-help books don't help. Why? Because you read or learn the knowledge, but then don't put it into practice. What strategies can you use to transform that knowledge into action? Number one, convert theory into practice. Take the knowledge and break it down into actionable steps. Number two, summarize the key points. After every chapter, ask yourself, what is the author trying to tell me? Number three, learn with purpose. Why are you learning and how will you apply it in your life? Number four, give it away. Take what you learn and teach to others. It will help the knowledge stick better. Number five, take it slow. When the author suggests a method, stop reading, do it, and then come back and finish. Apply what you're learning as you're learning it. Number six, make it your own. While reading or listening to a lecture, take notes, underline, highlight, make that knowledge your own. Number seven, measure your progress. After reading a book, set metrics for you to track your progress. See how those concepts affect your life. If you enjoyed this post, I'm sure you're going to love the 15-Day Productivity Challenge. Join through the link in the description below. And don't forget to apply what you learn.